what's happening, hey. everybody? What is happening? I gotta move this out of the way. There we go. Your head looks very glossy. Do we have to start out the show like that, man? Really? <laughs> your head looks your head has a sheen to it. <laughs> you know, even when you it. shave your head, you can still see your fucking receding hairline and your widow's peak there, guy. Freaking Harry Munster wannabe over here looking ass. At Shoot least your... my head looks good. <clears throat> Well, I'm ugly right now because I'm trying to grow my hair back out so I can have like an adult haircut as opposed to just getting hot in the summer going, fuck this, I'm going to shave it off. So, yep. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the latest, greatest, and newest episode of the Battle Bros Podcast with Mac and Alamo. I am Mac, and this bald-headed beauty over here, that's Alamo, but don't let it go to his head. It'll get any bigger than it already is, so... <laughs> Um, for those of you at home watching, Ooh. yes, and listening, yes, I do sound awful. I had uh, laryngitis earlier this week, and I lost my voice completely for a whole day. So I am on the mend. I'm not quite there yet, but this is the kind of voice that I hope I have about, I don't know, six, seven years in the future when my daughter starts saying, and be like, you're going to have her back what time? All right, good. I got a crony. I got a, I got a posse full of guys and cronies. That have got guns. We'll hunt your ass down. Don't make me find you. I will find you. I will kill you. <laughs> that would be awesome. I have a particular set of skills. Yes. No, no, so so hold on. You just brought up a good point. Have you heard Seth McFarlane do that as Kermit the Frog? Oh my god. He no. okay, you remember okay, so you remember that that conversation we were having last night about that little side project about the mashup mm -hmm. that's kind of per the perfect leeway into that so he he was on the graham norton show and he does a spot on impersonation of kermit the frog like spot on and he did <laughs> kermit the frog saying that line from the taken movies from Liam neeson I have a particular set of skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. <laughs> you. <laughs> I'll share the link later, dude. It's so good. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, and then I crack <laughs> up like that, and my voice just sounds awful. People are like, oh, yeah. So, people, if you'll bear with me, I did my best to save my voice as much as I could <clears> this <throat> week because I knew I had to get on here and ruin it and talk for hopefully no let more than about an hour. So we're going to do our very best to keep this one short, sweet, to the point, and I can get off here and, you know, drink some tea and some honey, and you can call me a whatever kind of fagler. You or can have you yourself a hot toddy. You can, you know, stick my pinky up and drink my honey vanilla chamomile tea from Walmart. So, Oh, wait. All that. There you go. Yeah. And then I can see they're going, fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> Anyway, so <clears throat> that's the only bad thing. Is like, oh, did Fatty make a funny? Joni, Joni loves Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, okay, we're losing it. <laughs> oh, if it's my voice, I've already lost it, so it's all good. <sighs> so let's quit, you know, fiddle fucking around, and let's get to the point. So, let's do it, baby. All right, so if you're. Uh, 
checking out our show for the first time, welcome. We appreciate it. Thanks for stopping by. Hopefully you find yourself intrigued, entertained, or at least, you know, able to take part in our conversation tonight. If you're welcome, if you're coming back again for the second, third, or subsequent times, <laughs> gotcha suckers. Uh, <laughs> no, but for real, we appreciate it. So last week we talked about, um, what was it, accountability? I, think I, was, I got it right here in my notes. Durr. Yeah, so if you caught... If you caught last week's episode, which was 039, we talked about accountability, why that was important and how it, you know, kind of stems and develops in um, uh, military culture and then also into the subsequent civilian life afterwards. Tonight, we're going to take a slightly different direction. It's still, for the most part, um, you know, relatable and kind of somewhat, you know, uh, closely related to some of the last few show topics we've had adversity accountability tonight for episode zero four zero we're gonna gr- we're gonna breach and uh, discuss the topic of fortitude so fortitude what is it why is it important okay so the great the the best definition I found of fortitude is this fortitude is the courage is courage or bravery in the face of pain or adversity, okay? A lot of times you'll hear people, especially guys in the military, like, you know, when Alamo and I, although we went at separate times, going through, you know, boot camp, going through the the, the, the pipeline at Sand Hill, um, one of the things you hear quite a bit is intestinal fortitude, which was defined as the courage and determination necessary to do something difficult or unpleasant. And it is a alternate way or vernacular of saying having guts obviously you just can't say having guts folks freaking cat okay listen hold on what happened oh crap he's gonna oh i guess he's gotta take care of the cat whatever anyway so like i was saying you know what song just popped into my head stephen lynch kill a kitten Kill a kitten. She's just sitting there meowing at my door. And, I, and I'm hearing something. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I didn't know that she was in here because she's sneaky. So, uh, yeah, my, my cat just single-handedly interrupted the show. Anyway, go ahead. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So, as I was saying, um, intestinal fortitude, the courage or determination necessary to do something difficult or unpleasant which is another an alternate way or all other vernacular um, choice of vernacular of saying guts. Um, we have also, you can hear this referred to as mental fortitude, you know, having the mental toughness, mental guts, which sounds a bit redundant. So mental fortitude or sounds a little bit ridiculous, excuse me. So mental fortitude sounds a lot better. Um, we're going to just kind of have a little bit of a chat on that. So mental fortitude. So what are some examples of, you know, having, fortitude whether it's intestinal whether it's mental whether it's others so i kind of came up with some examples that we've talked about um one of them is one we talked about and others are kind of just you know some examples from the military and whatnot so a couple of episodes ago we talked about adversity i believe it was episode 038 and we mentioned the story of a gentleman named colonel shabazz who is the highest ranking um, muslim faith imam um, in the military. And there's only, I think about, there's less than 15 different, um, imams that are in the, um, military. Hold on a second. Let me just do something real quick. 
Sorry. That light was bugging me. Yeah, I still got a big-ass shiny egghead, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> if you're not watching, don't worry about it. If you're watching, yeah, giant freaking glare spot where my face is. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this gentleman um, had a very rough life. Started off as an as a, uh, enlisted man, um, had some troubles from the get-go, almost ended up getting chaptered out a couple of different times, um, went and got his degree in religious studies became a chaplain he also has a master's um in catholic divinity or whatnot so like he can just be able to you know take care of more soldiers and more service members you know as opposed to just his one faith like that's a man who's devoting himself to that lifestyle so it's like hey Good for you, man. That's good stuff. But just his story, I mean, if he didn't have the fortitude to see his plans through, he wouldn't have reached that goal of becoming a, a colonel and becoming the highest ranking imam. I mean, that's kind of, you know, it's it's, it's kind of a spectacular story. So it's kind of badass. Yeah. <clears throat> Jesus. Oh, that's what I forgot. My freaking, my Ricola lozenges that I purchased earlier this week Durr. <laughs> mountain <laughs> herbs and honey so one of the th another example of having fortitude um you got guys that are going through the pipelines for special operations you know you know special forces whatnot and a lot of times you have those solo land nav courses now land nav is hard enough if you're not well practiced and well versed in how that works Having a compass, being able to read a map, terrain association, um, dead reckoning, all that kind of shit. Those SF boys take things worse. I mean, you've got your first point, okay? You got your azimuth, shooting your azimuth. Your next point is, you know, I don't know, 20 clicks away. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Um, <clears throat> like Jamie Foxx said in Jarhead. Yeah, fuck that shit. Anyway, but yeah, if you didn't have the mental fortitude to make it through that uncomfortable stuff, I mean, you're doing this crap at night in the dark, 20 yeah. clicks by yourself. You, by the Karen. way, did you get a chance to do land nav at night, like light uh, nighttime land nav? Um, basic, I think we did it once um, at my unit before we went overseas. I think it was a training event. We had to kind of just check the box on. So, yeah. Not uh, too much. Same, same probably, thing here. Probably yeah. not so much like you guys on active duty. So yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was not fun. Yeah, I missed one point or one checkpoint, and I was extremely <clears throat> disappointed with myself. I hit all the other ones though, for the most hey, part. Man, you do what you do, man. Yeah. So another good example of having of an event requiring fortitude ranger school i mean jesus yeah. that whole thing is just fortitude central if you don't have the wherewithal to you know gut up nut up or shut up you're not going to make it through i mean as matt best said so eloquently <laughs> real rangers for cycle. <laughs> so i mean listen whatever especially for him like he went through and had some kind of you know condition that you know at, you know gave him some scarring on his you know epidermis and whatnot but he's like yeah, so what? I went back and I finished this shit. Fortitude, yeah. mental fortitude right there. Absolutely. So what uh what can oh, you Oh wait a minute, have you read his book? Thank you for my service. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I read it like after it first came out. I need to get a copy of it. But I'm when he talked about. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. No, it's a good one. So, but that brings up something I want to talk about at the end of the show. Yeah. So, but we'll get there. So, what kind of examples can you think of there, Alamo, of like instances in the military where you need to have fortitude? Um. Besides the examples of what I gave. You mean like basic training and shit? Well, I mean, especially for some nerdy little fucker like myself who was not of the most, you know, type A personality spirit when he went. And I was looking at all these other guys like these guys like eat barbed wire and piss fire. I mean, not like not like, you know, they need to go to the doctor for the herp alert, but like they're pissing fire and concertina wire. It's like, yeah, you know, that was that whole thing for me was a bit because I was very shy and reserved. And look at me now. So, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, yeah, for for some guys, I would imagine, especially if you're like from a small town or you got like you're introverted and that kind of shit. Like, I can relate to that because that was me. I, I have I have always been an introverted extrovert, which I know is very contradictory. No, but, uh, no, because I actually I I have the same thing. There are times. Yeah. So, okay. So maybe not an introverted extrovert, but like there's times where I actually will flip flop back and forth. There's times I'm yeah. very much introverted and I just want to be left the fuck alone. There's, there's other times where I want to be around people. I want to be very extroverted. I want to be around people. Yeah. So I call myself ambiverted just because I flop, yeah. flop back and forth. You know, you know like what? Being, I like that. Well, because, yeah. I mean, honestly, like there were times where, um, I think basic training just by itself for me was like extremely challenging, like just having to get through everything, Um, especially when, you know, I, you know, I, I have always been super, super self-critical. Like, and I mean, super self-critical. So when, you know, whenever, um, so whenever freaking, you know, I ended up going through basic training, I, I had to, I had to really find a way how to not, you know, take what the drill sergeant said as like, kind of like, you know, take it to heart sacrosanct, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Oh, like, you know, what you, what I'm saying you are is who you are. You know what I mean? It was, and and I, you know, I had to really kind of, that was kind of my gut up or shut up moment specifically because, you know, you know, I grew up with nothing but women in my family. So, you know, nothing against ladies. I know it's a big controversial fucking thing, but you know, if if you're raised by nothing but women, it's it's kind of difficult when a guy's not in the household. Um, you know, and there are and you know, there there are statistics that say that when you don't have a male figure that you know to look up to or whatever as you grow up, it it you you have more difficulty growing up in society, which is kind of one of those things that in all honesty, I don't think is really covered all that much. So for me being around all these fucking alphas and all this stuff that, you know, which I only kind of got hinted at when I was, you know, growing up and things like that, it, it was really hard for me adapting, but I ended up doing it because I wanted a, I wanted my blue cord so bad and B I wanted to be the, the most I wanted to be the best soldier I could be. I wanted to prove to myself that I had it in me 
to what's fucking that, uh, eat this tough motherfucker. You know what I mean? What's, what's that line? Another another good Jarhead reference. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for I'm the baddest motherfucker in the valley. Yep. Dope. So dope. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, and would you not say, I mean, fortitude is just kind of one of those things. If you don't have it, you will have it when you go through basic military training, whether it's, whether it's, you know, any branch of the the military. I mean, you just, you just, you kind of have that toughness that kind of carries over fortitude kind of lends its way into like swagger where you just oh, yeah. like, you just kind of can become that cocky motherfucker like yeah like you're a freaking e fuzzy e nothing but you're gonna act yeah. like you're the goddamn patent walking down the streets of germany like exactly like, yeah and, and and see that's the thing you know you 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 have to kind of build you know because what what is what is the drill sergeant's most important job while you're there? It's to break you down and build you up into something. Break you down as a civilian and, and then build and you into a member of a the member military. Of the military, yeah. They're they're yeah. there to basically make you a better version of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. They're there to make you a better version of you and to instill in you, you know, the core the, traits of your branch, core traits, you yeah, like the, the, of, your, if of your branch. The, the ethos, if you will, of your yes. of your service. Um, like for example, with the with the army, one of our things is what I will never quit. Yep, they kind of foreshadowing. Um, yeah. No, I mean they they took they kind of which I didn't agree with, but they kind of borrowed like the that stanza, which turned into the warrior ethos, which is basically like four lines that they pretty much just plagiarized right from the ranger creed and all that kind of shit. It's like, <laughs> I'll never, and I'm just like, come on guys. Like, listen. Okay. So keeping it 100 people, let's, <laughs> let, let's, okay, we're going to, we're going to break this down for a minute. Come over here and we're going to, we're going to have some hip pocket training on. We're uh, going to speak in your ear a little. Pretty much. So here's, <laughs> here's, here's my thing. Okay. You can be as high speed as you want to be or as you think you want to be or claim to be, but like you can just tell when somebody's not, okay? No offense. There are people out there just because of their mentality, where they come up, where they where they come from. Joining the military, you know, yeah, they put on a uniform, they think they're all out in a bag of chips, but you can tell, okay? I I'm not calling anybody specific, but you got a lot of these combat service support guys that can't shape a fucking beret. Key number one, tell number one. Okay, just saying. Then you got these other guys that just like, you know, they they look at this stuff and they laugh like guys, you know, that are combat arms. Yeah, yeah, that's part of our job. We're going to close with the enemy, outflank them and fucking take them out. That's how it works. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean. And listen, if you want to see some fucking Marine Corps calls at moto, if you want to see some motivating shit, man. Listen to a bunch of the guys. Listen to a bunch of the, you know, get a, a whole group of platoon of rangers out there. And first thing in the morning, butt crack of dawn, they're out there screaming at the top of their lungs, a ranger creed. That is some gung-ho motivating shit. You're just like, oh. And then going I, and running in ranger panties. I got a freedom boner. Yeah. Yeah. Silkies. Ah. <laughs> Which will make an appearance soon, and we'll hint at that later. But yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, you just all that kind of stuff. Like, or like, I'll tell you, man, having I, I forget what line, and shame on me for not remembering this stuff. But it has been close to twenty years. But yeah. the freaking, um, I don't think they mention it in the Infantryman's Creed. But there is something about being like 
physically strong, morally straight, you know, mentally tough, physically strong and morally straight. Fortitude is what they're talking about, you know, intestinal fortitude, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, Um, I found a pretty good article um, that is going to talk about the four key elements of mental fortitude. It's not a very long article, which is good because I don't have to freaking sit here and try to read and just make my voice worse. But, hey, we're going in the weekend, so whatever. Yeah. Um, so uh, four key elements of mental fortitude. Let me read this real fast, folks. Give me like five minutes. We'll have this out of the way. <coughs> Actually, let me freaking wet the whistle. What the whistle? Oh, that sounds terrible. Did you, say, did you say wet the whistle? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can't with you. I just can't. The people can't we call. Okay, shut up, Stewie. Shut up, Stewie. <laughs> did you just say plutonium? What? What the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. Let me read this. Let me get through this. The people we call the greatest generation went through some of America's toughest times. They grew up during the Great Depression. They fought in World War II. And those experiences gave them mental strength unlike any other generations. Facts. Today, we might think of celebrity icons who overcome great adversity when we consider mental toughness. Oprah had a painful childhood. Starbucks CEO Howard Schultz grew up in the projects. J.K. Rowling was a poor single mother when she wrote Harry Potter. All of them found the mental fortitude to build extraordinary lives. Mental fortitude is a form of emotional mastery. Let's stop and read that one more time. Mental fortitude is a form of emotional mastery, and it is a skill you can develop. In his book, Developing Mental Toughness, Improving Performance, Well-Being, and Positive Behavior in Others, psychologist Dr. Peter Klauff, Klau, um, I can't spell, I can't remember that. I don't, but whatever. Um, the, the guy who wrote the book, Dr. Peter Klau, uh, developed the four C's model, challenge, confidence, control, and commit. Using Tony's proven strategies, you can develop each of these qualities and leverage them to learn how to build mental toughness. Tony Robbins hungry. Okay. Um, Challenge. Seeing hardships as opportunities. The ability to find the opportunity in any challenge is a hallmark of mental fortitude. Yes. Getting, getting laid off from your job could be the catalyst you need for a career change. Heartbreak can teach you lessons about what to look for in a partner and about forgiveness. <laughs> Preach. Uh, nearly any challenge is an opportunity for personal growth. When you see setbacks as a chance to regroup, learn from your mistakes, and forge ahead, you'll be ignited toward action. How to develop it. Transforming your mindset from one of scarcity to one of abundance is the key to developing this aspect of mental fortitude. Gratitude is more than thanking your grocery checkout person. It's an entire way of life. Write in a journal, practice priming or other mindful mindfulness exercises. Be kind to others. Appreciate what you have. When you begin to see the good that's all around you, you realize that the challenges are also good. <clears throat> Yeah, 
Almo, do me a favor. Read this next portion. The uh, which one? Uh, confidence, please, <clears throat> if you would. Confidence, eliminating self-doubt. Great leaders have many traits, but confidence is one of the most essential. With unassailable confidence, leaders have the ability to bring certainty to uncertain situations. They're, decis they're decisive. They take action. They never let fear hold them back. It's not that they're always sure of themselves, but they have a deep belief that even when they make mistakes, even when they fail, they will always come out on top. That's the ultimate mental fortitude. How to develop it. Becoming confident is about two things. Changing your limiting beliefs and facing your fears. Confident people know that fear and self-doubt are products of our limiting beliefs. And if those beliefs don't serve them, they develop empowering beliefs that can. These empowering beliefs take them from I can't do this to I can do this. I just need to embrace my fears and dance with them. The more you do things that scare you, the more you will build mental strength. Bruh, I honest to God don't think that there is more of a true statement there, which is why. And, and you know, that's one, you know, I think that was the one thing that when I talk about like how, you know, before high school, you know, before I went into the military and things like that, like that was one yeah. thing I, I always tended towards avoiding conflict. I never wanted to, I never wanted to get involved in anything that either could sure. you know, risk my life or anything like that. Just because I, I mean, was, I was very risk averse. I mean, to I'm, a point where it was a fault of mine. You know what I mean? I'm there now, but I just don't want a conflict because I don't want to have to pull a Wayne Brady and choke a bitch. <laughs> no, but you're absolutely right. The more you do things, it's great. Scary, the more, the more, <laughs> the more you build mental strength. I mean, dude, the biggest thing for me, I hated heights when I was younger, and I'm not great with it. But dude, yeah. watching, sitting there, marching up to Eagle Tower. And then seeing a freaking drill sergeant go down Aussie style where you're walking down that shit at a 90 degree angle facing the ground. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, what did I do? Let's like, get some. Are we going to do yeah. that? I don't want to do that. Can I just do it the regular way? So, yeah. All right. Next part. Commitment. Um, is that the one? You just read confidence. Okay. So I got commit. Okay. Commitment. <laughs> Many successful people trace their achievements back to one single theme, focus. They don't allow anything or anyone to derail them from their goals. The goal should be financial. This goal could, excuse me, I'm sorry. This goal could be financial freedom. It could be giving back to others. But the true underlying goal is always fulfillment. People with mental fortitude know that they are on a path that will bring them fulfillment and allow them to create an extraordinary life. When you live with that much purpose, it's impossible to give up. How to develop it? Answer the question, why do I need to be strong right now? To do that, you must discover your ultimate purpose in life. Once you're able to create a vision for your life, a happy family, a fulfilling career, and connect it to your actions. You'll be able to dig deep and find the ability to refocus and recommit that vision. Man, this guy is talking Ooh. to me. 
straight up, dude. Yitter. All right, All right so I'm going to flop it back over to you, man. Take that last one for me, please. Yitter. Control. Taking ownership of your destiny. <clears throat> the concept of a locus of control profoundly affects mental fortitude. People with an internal locus of control attribute their success to their own actions. They see their life as a result of their choices. People with an external locus of control believe they don't control their lives. They blame their feelings and experiences on others. It should come as no surprise that with an internal locus of control, uh, that with an inter internal locus of control have more mental or excuse me, that those with uh, an internal uh, locus of control have more mental strength than those who let life control them. Kind of like the old saying of uh, instead of, you know, you know, letting life happen to you, start being, you know, start, you know, happening to life um, instead of the other way around. How to develop it. Realize that life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. Woo, buddy. Okay. Getting real so, deep in this one tonight. All the pain you've experienced, all of the unfair things that have happened to you, all of the people who have hurt you, you decide the meaning that you give these experiences. You decide whether they're going to fuel your anger, hurt bad decisions, or drive you to push harder. Be better and discover how to build mental toughness. Bruh. 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 Dude, a short and article, but like seriously, man, like I was just sitting here reading. I'm like, damn, this guy's looking at my picture just going, oh, I need to write this. Yeah. Scribbling this stuff down. And see, that's the, the, and see, that's the thing. Like they're, they're, it, it, he's, it, it's talking about experiences. Experiences in your life are what essentially turn us into the people that we become later in life you know yeah when like when you're not experiencing anything how are you supposed to really mold yourself you end up becoming a person that kind of stays stuck in one place if you don't let if you don't let yourself experience things you know what i mean sedimentary very sedimentary but or, dude or I sedentary mean, that too but think about it, man. I mean, you and I, we both grew up in the same town. We both, you yeah. know, went to school at the same high school. How many people, and listen, this is not a knock against anybody. We're not here to pass blame or judgment on others. You know, the good book says you got to judge yourself before you judge others. Okay. Yep. I know I got my problems. I'm not about to go and say, here's your problem. Okay, let me shut up. This is my problem. But, dude, how many people do we know that have gone and are, you know, got out of high school Maybe they went to college. Hey, maybe they didn't, but they're still in the same town. They still live in their mom's spare room or whatnot. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, folks. I mean, I'm going to be 37, 38. Wow, Jesus. I'm going to be 38 on Monday. I live with my mom, okay? Nothing wrong with that, okay? I'll be 37 in uh, December. At the end of the month or at the end of the year, excuse yeah. me. But, I mean – I've also been able to go out and have some wonderful experiences. You know, I got to, Damn I, turned, right. I turned 21 in Afghanistan. You know, I was, I, I may have told this story already. I think I did, but I'll kind of rehash it again. I got asked recently, I was sitting around with some people and they asked, you said, you know, if you could go back in time and change anything, 
what would you change and why? And we went around the table of the people I was sitting with and we were talking about, you know, um, the different things, you know, this person said this, this person said that. I said, I honestly wouldn't go and change anything because if I didn't go through what I've gone through in the past, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And I'm, I said, what I would do, however, is I would go back and just relive those moments again to kind of recapture the magic of those moments. Like, yeah. um, Like, you know, like my daughter being born, graduating high school, going back and, you know, having my mom pin my infantry cord on my uniform and getting to wear that for the first time. Like those are all just like super proud moments that I would go back and just rehash all that stuff over again. Damn right. Even, even the bad stuff. I mean, listen, I'm not perfect. I've, I've, I've had things that I've gone through and depending on who you ask, I say, Oh, he's a good dude. Or, Hey, this guy's a real bastard. Depends on who you ask. And that's fine. You know, I'm not saying I should, you should have an opinion one way or the other. It's your opinion to have and keep or whatever, you know, that's fine. I would still go through everything the same because like, I like who I am right now. It's, I wouldn't change anything. I mean, people would do it for kind of semi-selfish reasons, go back and, Oh, I, you know, get in on Enron or get in on this or that, you know, financial. Great. Awesome. I didn't have money back then. I do okay for myself now. And I like who I am now. Like, even if I had money, if I won the lotto, I might drive a slightly nicer vehicle. I might have a nice truck or something, but I'm still going to be just a regular goofy dumbass freaking knuckle dragon fucker that I am on this show every Friday night. And like, Hey, I might be a millionaire. We're still going to do a badass show. We might have some cooler equipment, like, you know, the microphone equipment that we have now because of uh, this guy right here recommended shit. So props to you, buddy. But, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything. You know, life's a journey. It's not supposed to be a contest to see who gets there first because no one gets out alive. All right. Yeah. Let's face it. I would just go back and relive the joy of those moments, like my daughter being born, my daughter being born, you know, this, that, the other. So. That's kind of my take on that. So what else did yeah. you want to add to this discussion here? Uh, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I agree with everything you said, man. Uh, I, I I don't know if I would change anything that did happen, even though a lot of the shit that I've been through sucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know, I think, you know, everybody has that. You know what I mean? Everybody has things. That, it's So just like how know? we talked about, you know, fortitude is, a, is mental fortitude. Intestinal fortitude is a different way of saying guts. Yeah sucked um what the what the hell was i just gonna say something oh character building when it sucks it's character building and that's just a simple way of focusing on the positives people make this shit happen yeah boom so what were you gonna say man i'm sorry well no uh you know because it's the it's the experiences in life good and bad you know what i mean as you were saying earlier you know what i mean and sometimes there's there's always something good to take even from the the beautiful like morbid fucked up way certain things went down there there's always going to be i i you know i see it as a positive you know what i mean yeah that there's always something you can pull from what happened with you or to you you know what i mean um straight up you know and at the end of the day it also teaches us that 
all even though everything is out of our control for the most part we still have can ha we still have control over ourselves dude you know dude. what i'm saying yeah I, I have to tell you man like no not trying to be weird or nothing dude i fucking love you man like seriously <laughs> you because because here's why so he folks you don't realize it but my wonderful friend and co-host right over here just laid the groundwork for the best transition ever all right so and i'll explain this so you were just talking about you know the sacrifices and stuff you have to make so this episode we're going to talk about one other thing real quick because that, that pretty much wraps up our discussion of fortitude yeah. and we talk about intestinal fortitude but today is all so and it, it's funny we've made the comment on this show in the past how like doing you know research for a podcast or talking about this or that or the other you have these things that just kind of pop up and it just it's kind of like you know a, a minister or a pastor trying to write a sermon for <clears throat> a church service and how they have yeah. things that happen where it's just like, it's, it's boom. It's like right there in your face. And you're like, that's perfect. It's like divine intervention almost. So we were trying to get a guest on, which we'll talk about here in a little bit over as we're closing out the show. But we ended up talking about this topic instead. And what is also significant about this topic, we talk about intestinal fortitude. So again, I want to reiterate and repeat that definition the courage and determination necessary to do something that is difficult or unpleasant. In case you are not aware, today, August 26, 2022, is the one-year anniversary of 13 service members being killed at uh, Kabul International Airport. Okay, yep. when they were evacuating everything, when everything was going to shit. Now, I'm not going to get into the politics because I'm just not going to get my blood pressure up and I'm not going to, you know, sour this mm. show that we're talking about. We're just going to be like, yeah, horse shit, dumpster fire, fucked up, move on. Okay. Dumpster fur. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you talk about these 13 service members that, you know, we're in an impossible situation. The whole country was collapsing in on itself, literally yeah. like the seventh gate of hell, right? And these 13 people gave their lives to protect others, all right? So because of the fact that it is the one-year anniversary, I want to take a minute and just re um, read out loud the names of these 13 service members that pay the ultimate sacrifice and, ha and are the spinning image and definition of intestinal fortitude. Those 13 service members are Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren Hoover, 31, Sergeant Nic Marine Sergeant Nicole G, 23, Marine Sergeant Johanny Rosario Pichardo, 25, Corporal Hunter Lopez, 22, Corporal Dagan Page, 23, Corporal Umberto Sanchez, 22, Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz, 20. Lance Corporal David Espinoza, 20. Lance Corporal Riley McCollum, 20. Lance Corporal Dylan Marola, 20. Lance Corporal Kareem Nikwai, 20. Navy Hospitalman Maxton Soviak, 22. And Army Staff Sergeant Ryan Noss, 23. 
it's only been a year, but that's still a long time thinking about. I mean, Jesus, we were in our first season talking about this. Yeah. And it was just, it was like current events at the time. We're just like, holy shit. And it's like, here we are. It's been a year. And I'm just like, wow. Like, that's insane. But it's hard to believe it's been like already a year since then. Yeah. I, I feel like that. I just watched that shit on the news like just here, just yesterday. And then, so something else I thought about too is there's a movie that's actually out right now. I'm not sure what platform it's on. It might be on Netflix. It might be on Hulu or one of like the internet things. But it talks about, um, it actually interviews a bunch of the guys that went over there and were like responsible for getting out all of these different people, like all of the interpreters and the people and whatnot. I forget the name of the movie. Let me see if I can bring that up real quick and try to find it. Um, hold on just a second. Interstand. Get her done. What is the name of that movie? Uh, damn it. It's like, oh, I forget what the hell it is. There was, yeah, there was a HBO documentary about, um, it's called Escape from Kabul. Not the Outpost. What the hell was that movie? Uh, Jesus. It's going to bug me until I realize what the hell it is. Ugh, crap. Anyway, I think, I think Tim Kennedy was talking about it. Well, Tim Kennedy was part of that group that was out there. Yes, absolutely he was. Yeah. So I'm actually reading. Um, I just picked up a copy of his new of his book that came out earlier this year, Scars and Stripes. And I just got into it and like, I'm only through the introduction so far and it's like, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. <laughs> so it's going to be dope. Um, not a war story. No. What the hell? Oh, it's going to bug me. <clears throat> oh, well anyway, but it's, it's a story talking about these guys that are like, um, you know, just going over there and getting everybody out as best they can. Yeah. So let me try one more thing here. Oh, there we go. Afghanistan War documentary. Try that. Not the longest war in hell. Oh, I know. I'm I'm killing the vibe of the show right now, man. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like. It's totally bugging the crap out of me. It's like a brand new series or something. Your head's killing the vibe of the show. Thanks, dude. <laughs> well, just killed. Thanks for. Please don't kill my vibe, like the rap song said. Please don't kill my vibe. <laughs> Try one more thing. Oh, what is it called? It's not the. Okay, well, let me stick this article real quick. It's 18 essential documentaries of the, on the Afghanistan and Taliban. Uh, Afghanistan undercover. That's not it. Taliban takeover, America after 9-11, leaving Afghanistan. ISIS, opium brides. No, no. Damn it. Oh, well. 
But there's like a, a it's I forget what it's on, but it like it talks to all these guys about you know like all this stuff, and it's looks like it was going to be pretty good. So just kind of you know fitting that it was the one year anniversary of that, and we're talking about fortitude and whatnot. So, but fortitude. <clears throat> anyway, so let's let's start closing this out. So yes, sir. If um if you're joining us for the first time, um, Alamo and I have known each other since high school. And uh, we've been friends for a long time. We had a buddy of ours that we used to work with when we all we used to work at, um, in a retail setting. And we had a buddy of ours that worked with us. Uh, just first two words out of my mouth are funny fucker. Just funny fucker. John. John. Yeah. Was, John, John nice. was a great. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I can say it real good now that my voice sounds like I ate a frog. But um, John was a was a great dude, and um, unfortunately, John had you know some demons, like a lot of people do. But he yeah. unfortunately chose to um, to solve a temporary problem with a permanent solution. solution. And you know that's something we don't want to wish on anybody. And um, Alamo and I had done a event for his lovely wife, who has her own um, channel called Flipside Mentorship. It's on YouTube. It's on social media. Check it out. Great cause. Very awesome thing that they got going on. And uh, if you can contribute, you should do so. Shameless plug. She's not paying me in food or anything. So it's all good. But it's, I mean, it's, it's just one of those feel like feel good stories. It's kind of like during the, during the pandemic, you had John Krasinski that had some good news. It's like that. It's like that kind of feel good shit. So anyway, so Alamo and I worked this event. He talked about getting back together and doing something. Then we found out about John. Uh, passing away and we're just like okay think, this is I think th- it was within like a, like two weeks after yeah so you know alamo talked about doing a podcast and i was like i don't know shit about a podcast and he looked at me he says dude they, they sent a monkey in a fucking space how hard can it be and i'm like facts <laughs> facts so we found out about john and that was kind of the catalyst like we just talked about uh, the catalyst that got this whole podcast going um we don't want to see anybody else go through what they, what could potentially happen. You know? Yeah. We weren't as close to John as we wanted to be. We were friends with him. We kind of fell out of touch and, you know, we'll never know if staying in touch would have stopped us from doing this podcast, but we're here now we've gone through the pain of it and we're trying to move forward and spread some positivity and love around with John and mine. So, by coming up with this, we um, started, you know, talking about things we could do to motivate other people to stay, keep their game, see themselves in the fight, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we came up with the bros code. <clears throat> and the bros code is basically just four little things to remember to um, crap the mouse, man. It, it's like mine. It stopped working. Just <clears throat> chuck it. If you can't chuck it. Okay. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> So the bros code, four easy things to remember just to kind of keep yourself um, in the game, keep yourself aware, alert, and driving on to the next thing. So easy to remember, B-R-O-S, B, be tenacious, you know, like it said in the thing, you know, you're not going to get through a land nav course that's got 20 kilometers from point to point. Because, dude, if you're off by one degree and you're five clicks in, you're already off like in a wedge like this. It's just going to get wider and it's going to get bigger and it's going to get your world all kind of fucked up. All canes, you fucked up. Exactly. 
So you got to have some fortitude. You got to have some mental fortitude and you damn sure got to have some tenacity. You know, be tenacious. Don't go out there and do the bare minimum required. Go out there and do the best you can. Be the best parent you can be. Be the best spouse. Be the best employee. Be the best boss. You know, that's something that I never really had an experience with in the military was being a boss. I mean, I was kind of, sort of, you know, I was filling as a team leader uh, or as a squad leader when my team, when my squad leader was on um, leave when I was overseas. So I got a little bit of like, you know, crash course experience in that. But like, I was young. I was stupid. I made mistakes. Okay. But go out there no matter what you do. If you play sports, be tenacious. Go out there be the best fucking athlete you can be. Be the best student. All that shit. Do it to the utmost of your ability. Give 100%, 100% of the time. Okay. R, refuse to surrender. There's going to be times when things don't go your way. This is a big lesson that I'm trying to pass on to my daughter from now and then also. Hold on a sec. I, I can feel it getting worse, man. The more I talk, the lower it. I start sounding like this. Next, you know, I'm going to sound like Barry White. It's going to be terrible. Refuse to surrender. There's going to be lots of times in your life. You don't get your way. There's going to be things that happen. Um, you're going to get your dick knocked in the dirt. You're going to end up face down in the mud. Pick yourself up, dust yourself up, dust yourself off, and keep going. Don't ever stop. You know, Keep trying to hit that mark. Keep trying to hit that goal or whatever it is. Okay. Oh, obliterate your obstacles. No matter, like we said with the last one, there's going to be things that pop up that get in your way, and that's fine. It's how you choose to handle that is going to define who you are. Like I say all there's I've quoted this poem many times. One of my um, grandfather and my dad's um, favorite poems that they used to um, quote a lot was a poem called Attitude by Charles Swindoll. The last line of the poem states, and I quote, I'm convinced that life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. So what? Your freaking Humvee broke down. You got to hump all this shit three miles back to the to the motor pool okay do it don't let that obstacle get in your way sometimes you got a wall in front of you sometimes you got to go over it sometimes you got to go under it sometimes you got to go around it sometimes you got to go way off in the woods in the wood line to get around that son of a bitch and sometimes you just got to knock it down with the back end of a striker or breach that shit with some bangalores and some c4 and if you know the striker reference and you're a true fan of the show and you are fucking awesome sir ma'am we appreciate that don't let that stuff get you in the way blow the obstacle down Keep driving on. Keep going to the objective. Hit that mark. Hit that X. Keep fucking going, okay? Lastly, S. Seek out a friend in time of need, okay? This one directly applies to John. If I don't know if he did reach out to anybody. You know, I wish I could have been there for him because hopefully she would be here. And I'm sure, you know, Alamo feels the same way right here. But there's been plenty of times, you know, recently in the past however long that we've known each other where we've called each other and just been like, Hey, I got some shit going on. I need to talk to somebody. All right. What do you got? There's been times where we've sat and squashed things over a beer or a, a delicious cider because you know, I'm not a beer drinker. We were just talking about that earlier before the show. So never mind. But you know, whether it's getting snackered, I'm getting, I'm getting a little swizzled. Um, there's somebody that can help you, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family member, <clears throat> whether it's a former service member, whether it's an employee, okay, whatever that looks like, reach out to those people, okay? We are social 
creatures by design. We are like primates. We have a pod. We have a group, a family that we interact with, that we live with, okay? If you don't have anybody that can help you, there are ways you can reach out. There's a National Suicide Prevention Hotline, okay? Which now has two ways you can get in touch with somebody. The previous number was a 1-800 number, which is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. They also just started up a little while ago. They now have where you can, uh, a three-digit code where you can call in. It's 988, and you can either call or text that prefix, just like 911, okay? I don't know if you can text message 911. But you can do it on this. I think eight. you can in certain counties. Okay. Cool. I didn't know that. So if you have, if you need somebody, the 800 number or just dial or text 988. They have p- trained personnel on hand 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like it was I, – I, re- I saw something, and I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, folks. Let me wet the whistle here. <clears throat> I was watching um, – a video from Richard High, who runs um, Angry Cops, which is a channel, you know, kind of the military humor, sarcasm, all that kind of stuff. And he does this thing called uh, Angry Drill Sergeant. And like, he, I only saw part of it, but there was a video that was on the internet where a Canadian military veteran called the Veterans Administration of Canada, the VAC, and called up somebody and said, I need help. This person on the phone pretty much kept advocating for, hey, maybe you should just go suck start a shotgun. Just pretty much was pushing euthanasia on this person, whether it's assisted, whether it's suicide, whatever. And I was just like, this this can't be a real thing. Sure shit. It's it's fucking terrible. So Yeah. That just boggles my mind because here is a person doing exactly what we say, seeking out help in a time of need. And I think we might need to change that Alamo to say seek out help in a time of need as opposed to a friend. So maybe we'll look at that after off the rec, off the air and stuff. Yard. But anyway, here's a person advocating for themselves. I need help. Eh, can't help you. Why don't you just go blow your brains out? Like, seriously? The fuck are we saying to our veterans? Like, yeah. If you're not, you know, if you're not going to get it up there, man, come down here. I'll take you in. I'll get you some damn help. Like, you're a freaking veteran. You're a brother or a sister. Like, <laughs> after fucking Luli. So, that's that. I'm sorry to kind of derail that whole conversation, but that just kind of no worries, brother. really irked me on that. So, just remember, folks, those four things will just help you maintain that pause, give you that mental fortitude to drive on and keep on trucking. Be tenacious. Keep calm. Drive on. That too. Be tenacious, refuse to surrender, obliterate your obstacles, seek out help in a time of need. So that's all I got. I'm going to hand it off to Alamo and like rest my voice for a few minutes while he finishes up the show and then we'll sign off and all that kind of good shit. So take it away. In the event you do want to seek out some people to talk to, uh, you can do that with us as well. You can do that over at our Facebook page at facebook.com slash battlebros.podcast you can also mess excuse me dear god you can also message us at (laughs) on the instagram 
via Instagram's instant message service at Battle Bros underscore podcast. We also have an email where you can contact us directly. Not just an email, but a Gmail. Gmail. At BattleBrosPC at gmail.com. If you'd like to contact us on the Facebook, other than the Facebook Messenger, you can do that as well on the WhatsApp, which we have a link in our page where you can click on the little WhatsApp, little WhatsApp icon. You can leave us a voice message or you can leave us a text. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to catch us on all those audio platformas, you can catch us over on Spotify. You can catch us on Anchor. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Amazon Music. I'm still waiting, still waiting for somebody to say, hey, Alexa, play the Battle Bros podcast. Um, you could catch us on on cast and if they, Box, and if they do that, if they do that, Alamo, what's their grand prize? Yeah, I'll get a shout out on the show. Personal, la, 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 la. we are totally gonna kiss your ass for about oh, yeah. a few for a few minutes on the show. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, um, Alexa, play the Battle Bros podcast. Don't sound like me. I sound like I've yeah, been smoking no. three packs of Newports every day for the last thirty years. Like, you, you do sound pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, you, you could also catch us on Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Um, if you'd like to see us in video format and take a look at these ugly mugs, you can do that also over on therumble.com, which now I have Rumble, I have Instagram, and Facebook linked on our YouTube channel where you can catch us whenever you feel like. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> you could find that, and you can find, <laughs> yeah, I know, and you can find that, uh, especially if you're on your web browser in in, uh, in your computer. You can find those links directly in our banner, where you can click on our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and our Rumble. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to support the show, hey, go to Anchor.fm, or if you have the Anchor app, when you go to our when you go to our shows channel. Go down to the go down to the uh, go uh, scroll down so you can find the support button. Click on said support button and go ahead and donate whatever you feel like you feel like donating. You could donate so, from ninety nine cents to five dollars to even more. It's all up to so you. So it, it's kind of a funny situation because we we're not going to ask you for money, but if you're going to give us money, we're not going to say no. no. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of one of those funny things. Yeah, but other than that, y'all. Please, please keep in touch. And if it comes down to it, just contact us. We are here. We're willing to contact you guys back. And typically, we've got a pretty good response record. Actually, our uh, you know, I looked at our I looked at our analytics on Facebook, and typically, whenever we get messages, one of us answers back. Usually, within at least the first twenty four hours. Yeah. So we'll be there, and we'll respond. That's all you got? That's all I got, man. All right, cool. Well, everybody, thank you again for checking us out. We appreciate it. Um, This has been episode 040 of the Battle Bros Podcast, talking about fortitude. We appreciate you stopping by, giving us a look or a listen, or maybe both. Um, We will be back next week with episode 41 of 
uh, which will be we'll have a few more. We're going to go to episode 44 will be the end of this season. So we're going to try to have some really good topics points here on the next couple of shows. We're going to end the freaking season with a with a whiz bang whiz, whiz banger of a show. So it'll be, a good, it'll be a good one. So we're going to call it our Magnum show. Magnum P.I. 44 Mag. Yeah. I'm having so much fun. I can't wait for my daughter today. Like, you want to take my daughter out? Yeah. <laughs> you better have, have her back ask, here. I have you to be- ask you one question. Do you feel lucky, punk? You better have her back here at 1145. It's 1130. You better make it quick. And I don't mean that. I just want to do like voiceovers now. Seriously, keep this voice. He's like the I, I'm Dr. not gonna lie. I, I honestly think I'm gonna go and look into uh, voiceover work. Yeah, you should, man. You got a you got a great voice for it. So it's just freaking awesome. Let's just figure it out. <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you. Okay, so the idea we were talking about. Oh, so um, what I was gonna talk about was the books. So I'm thinking about possibly, and we're just gonna. I'm. I haven't even talked to Alamo about this. We're just bringing it. We're, fuck, we're gonna say fuck it. We're gonna do it live. We're gonna. I was talking about possibly doing like a like a book club, like a book review thing. Like we read like a, a military book. Like so, you brought up the Matt Ooh, Best book. Oh yes, yes, yes. You yes. brought up the Matt Best book. Like thank you for my service. I just started reading Scars and Stripes from uh, Tim Kennedy. So like maybe nice. we'll like we'll do that and talk about it and stuff because there's been a bunch of really good books. That, that him and I have read either on our own or collectively. Like I've read um, Stephen Ambrose's Band of Brothers, uh, the Dick Winters biography, uh, Beyond Band of Brothers, which is his yeah. personal point of view of all that stuff. And there's like, I mean, even just with all those guys, I mean, holy crap, you could do a, just a whole number on any one of those guys from Easy Company 506 or whatnot. But especially with all the books that came out about Afghan, GWAT, all that kind of stuff, Iraq. I mean, come on, we could do something. So maybe that would be something fun Fuck we could yeah. do, like something fun we could do for like the next season. But read a book in a whole week, though, man. Like we got jobs and kids and families. Like I think it'd be kind of one of those Listen, things where we read it ahead of time and then kind of just go over the books as we finish them. We were on the damn meet for an hour and a half last night. In the last thirty minutes, we got diddly dick done because we're sitting here just freaking being stupid on this thing. I was just I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard because we were just hamming it up so bad. I can't yeah. tell you. I'm not gonna tell you what we were talking about just because it was a creative idea that we don't want anybody to steal or appropriate as their Correct. own idea. So we're just gonna put the kibosh on that. But we yeah. were sitting here and like that's probably why I got up somewhere like man my fucking throat hurts. They're so bad because I'm sitting there just, <laughs> just screaming my head off for 30 minutes. It was terrible. But yeah. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, we're going to, you know, we we talk about a serious subject matter here, guys, folks, um, guys and gals. Um, we talk about serious stuff, but we also want to just connect to the veteran community. I mean, this is a, such a big subculture of society yeah. that if we were to put the resources and the, the spirit and the esprit de corps and the fortitude of all these joyous fuckers together, man, look out. It could be changing the world on a daily basis. So buddy, I'm telling you what. So anyway, so that's it. That's all we got for this week. Thank you for watching uh, episode 040 on fortitude of the battle bros podcast. Again, this is Alamo. My name is Mac. We appreciate you folks stopping by. Hopefully you'll come back and check us out next week. Um, same time as always, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. and then Eastern you will... Standard Time. Yeah, thanks, Peter. 
Would you shut up, you fat neck bastard? Anyway. No problem, you big headed son of a bitch. <laughs> that was good. See, that was good. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what I was going to say now, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> no, but um, we uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for checking us out, and uh, we'll hope to see you then. Um, like I said, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We're on, oh, that's what I was going to say. We're on YouTube live every Friday night, and then uh, a few days after that, you can start catching us on the platforms like Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff that he mentioned. Yeah, Pretty much any permutation of anything that has the word cast in it, caster, cast off, cast on, whatever. Uh, cast, cast iron skillet, whatever. All the good stuff. You can find us in the cast iron skillet. So anyway, so thanks for watching. We will check you guys next week, and we hope you appreciate the conversation. Just remember, keep yourself strong. Be tenacious, refuse to surrender, obliterate your obstacles, seek out help in a time of need. You do that, you're going to keep a good head on your shoulders, and we're going to keep you around. And that's the mission and the, our objection. That's our we objective. Are. Excuse us. So Damn right. On that note, thanks again for watching or listening. We'll catch you guys on the flip side next week. And until then, keep yourself safe. We appreciate you stopping by. We love you, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Battle bros, you're out of here. Hey, you, you want to know what really grinds my gears? <laughs>